0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every
1: day. Welcome to the Locked On Titans Podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, it is a Wednesday edition of the Locked On Titans Podcast and another installment in... Clowney Watch. We got more comments from Tennessee Titans head coach Mike Vrabel about where things stand right now with Jadavian Clowney and the Titans' pursuit of him as a free agent. So I will talk about Mike Vrabel's Recent comments about Clowney first, we will open things up with that, and then we will hear from Ryan Tannehill, as I have been doing throughout the last two weeks. Been playing you guys the highlights of the different Zoom conferences that ended the Tennessee Titans virtual offseason program. And we heard from Kevin Byard in Monday's show, so today we are going to hear from Ryan Tannehill. And there are quite a bit of highlights from the Titans franchise quarterback, so I will break that down for you guys and give you my analysis and my thoughts on his comments along with playing you those highlights at the back end of our show. So excited to jump into all of that with you guys. On Friday, we do have our mailbag segment. So make sure that you send in those questions to me on Twitter at Tic Tac Titans or put those questions in the Apple review section. Also, make sure that you are subscribed to the Locked On Titans podcast on Apple Podcasts, following on Spotify, or whatever platform that you do stream, as I will continue to be pumping out content for you guys throughout the offseason and get you ready for training camp when it rolls around in July sometime. So really excited for all of that. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're following on Twitter, at Titans. Send in those mailbag questions, but we have a lot on our plate today. We are going to hear from Mike Vray. Frey- in the most recent update of Clowny Watch, and then hear from Titans franchise quarterback Ryan Tannehill. Let's get it. head coach Mike Vrabel recently went on the Helipod, which is a podcast run by NFL Network's Dan Heli, and he was asked if the Titans are still interested in signing Jadavian Clowney and if they may be able to sign him as training camp approaches, and Mike Vrabel had this to say, quote, sure, sure, John and I are trying to do everything that we can to improve our team. A player of his caliber would certainly probably do that. So we'll continue to talk. I've got a lot of faith in John and I appreciate his willingness to allow me to have input into the roster and have some of these discussions with him. End quote. So that quote in itself is interesting because of course the Titans are still leaving open the door, but the back end of the quote where Mike Vrabel talks about John Robinson having faith in him and appreciating the fact that John Robinson does allow Mike Vrabel to have input on the roster, talk about guys that he would like, certain types of players and certain types of traits and characteristics that he needs to make his football team successful. Anytime that you have your coach and your general manager working hand-in-hand and together, that's going to be the most positive outcome possible rather than having two different guys, the head coach and the general manager, who see the roster differently, who have different versions or visions for what this roster is supposed to be. It's important for everyone to be rowing the same direction from the head coach all the way up to the GM and then pass that to the owner as well. And It seems like that sort of system is in place place for the Titans, but that wasn't all that Vrabel had to say about Jadavion Clowney. He had more questions sent his way about Clowney and why it may be difficult to get him in the building to answer the questions that need to be answered for a signing to happen. Vrabel continued and had this to say, quote, I just think that that's where they're at right now. His agent's at. JD's at. You know, when you ask for whatever they're asking for and you don't get it, then you got to wait until you get it or something has to move. Not having the ability to bring players in is another, you know, I think hurdle with some of these guys that may have had off-season surgery or had some procedure done or something that they maybe just weren't 100%. You just need to look at them and you need to have your doctors look at them. That's, I think, part of it. I think that's part of the holdup. And then there's always the financial side of these things, these negotiations that sometimes slow things down, end quote. I think it's really important that we hear from Vrabel there and he points out the fact that the most important thing is getting a guy in the building and taking a look at him. Right now, players are not allowed to enter NFL facilities unless they're rehabbing injuries, and while Clowney may qualified to be one of these players who's rehabbing an injury. He isn't officially on a team which doesn't officially allow him to enter anybody's facility. So right now it seems that is still exactly what is holding up the signing of Jadavian Clowney. They are unable to get him in the building to have the Titans doctors and the Titans medical staff actually take a look at Clowney and it is important to note he did have an offseason core Uh, injury surgery. So he is recovering from a surgery and the Titans of course have to take every precaution they possibly can before giving someone a, a decent sized contract like of course Jadavian Clowney is going to command. So at this point in time, we've heard from Mike Vrabel exactly what is going on. They're waiting to see Clowney let their doctors take care of it and of course the financial side of things will always take a little bit more work but in my opinion it does seem that the Titans feel very confident and very comfortable with their ability to get Jadavian Clowney on the 2020 Tennessee Titans. And if you need something to help your abilities, then you need to check out the best tasting protein bar ever, and that is Built Bar. So I've been telling you guys about Built Bar for quite a few weeks now, letting you know about that promo code Locked On to help you get $10 off your first order. But Built Bar is doing something even more special right now site-wide. Everything on their site is 50% off and 100% of their profits go to charity. So now is the perfect time to take advantage of all the amazing flavors that they have to offer. Some of my favorites are the salted caramel chocolate, the banana nut bread, the peanut butter brownie, but that's not all they have. They have 16 amazing flavors, 8 chocolate and nut flavors, 8 chocolate and nut free flavors. The bars are covered in 100%. Real chocolate. It's a lot different than that processed chocolate that you're used to. They're soft and easy to chew. I throw them in the refrigerator as a nice, refreshing snack when I come in from that summer heat. It's not just the taste, though. The bars are healthy. They can help you lose or maintain weight. They're low calorie, they're low sugar, they're high protein, they're high fiber. And of course, we have been talking about that promo code locked on. But as I mentioned, we got even a better deal for you now 50% off the entire site. 100% of the profits going directly to charity. I also want to shout out Weston Jones. He got a hold of me on Twitter, at Titans. Let me know that he did take advantage of the 50% discount. Now, it looks like because of the 50% discount, the locked on promo code isn't going to work during that you know extra offer. You won't be able to put those two together, but I will update you on a new code once the 50% discount offer site-wide is complete and that kind of ends its course. I will make sure to update you guys with a new or just updated promo code as well so you can continue to get a deal on these built Bars that are absolutely excellent. Once again, help you uh, boost your abilities for your morning workout or just the energy you have throughout the day. A great alternative to breakfast or dessert, anything like that have to check out Bilt Bars, and a lot of my listeners have been very satisfied once they were able to take advantage of the offer. So make sure you check out Bilt Bar at BiltBar.com. Matt Williamson brings the scouts' perspective to the Locked On NFL podcast.
0: We got to talk 2018 quarterbacks. Josh Allen has the best quarterback record aside from Lamar Jackson, but the lowest
1: But his deep ball passing is like the worst in the league. Hear Matt with co-host Brian Peacock every day on Locked On NFL. Subscribe or follow today wherever you get your podcasts. Let's jump into the highlights from Titans quarterback Ryan Tannehill's end of the virtual off-season Zoom conference. So we are going to hear the highlights from Tannehill today, and we will get started with some football-related conversation. And first, Ryan Tannehill just talks about being back in Nashville after spending much of the off-season in Southern Florida.
0: Yeah, Jim, you're doing your homework, aren't you? Um, yeah, so I, I came back and and um, been having some sessions with the guys. You know, I feel like um, we're getting some really good work in. We've had a, a great spring on the zoom calls and, and got a lot of, a lot of progress, a lot of great things out of those meetings. And it's really been good this week to to come back and get a bunch of the guys together and and get some work on the field. Uh, Like you mentioned, I had a little fun with paintball today, changed it up a little bit. You know, I think we had, uh, I don't know how many guys, a ton of guys out there. We played a a bunch of different games and had some fun. So uh, it was good to to see a lot of faces that I hadn't seen in a long time. Uh, Guys on defense that came out and um, just have some fun together.
1: Tannehill will talk about it more later on in the highlights that I play for you, but obviously football is a relationship business, anytime you're working as a team and any Any really group activity, it's important to have that camaraderie, have that trust in one another, and these off-field activities like playing paintball, which is an absolute blast anyway, if you've ever done that personally. Things like that just help teams stay together, bring teams together, and when the going gets tough, it'll help everybody be on the same page. Next, Tannehill gives his thoughts on someone who we haven't heard a lot of conversation about this off-season in the different Zoom conferences, but he talks about tight end Anthony ferkser and his contribution to the team so far and what he expects from him going forward
0: yeah I have, a, I have a ton of confidence in for you know just seeing what he he did last year you know i saw some tape from the year before and then the progress he was able to make last year in big plays and big games and i know i have a, a ton of confidence uh, anytime he's on the field so he's definitely a weapon for us and you know excited that, that we can incorporate him again this year
1: Ferkser is one of those guys that he may not be a, a star or even a starter on the team, but those type of players, those type of role players, have the ability to take your team from from good to over the top. You saw plays like Ferkser made in the playoffs. Having guys who are at the end of your roster make those kind of plays and be able to be trusted and be counted on is probably why the Titans have been so successful for the last few seasons. They just have a lot of guys along the roster that aren't stand out. But are great for what they're asked to be. The next question Ryan Tannehill talks about here is whether or not they were able to accomplish their goals in this virtual off-season program.
0: Yeah, I think so. You know, I think these these meetings were really productive for us. I'm excited about the growth that we had this spring. You know, I think that um, guys are really focused in, really locked in. You know, we tried to try to mix things up, uh, have have some quizzes, online quizzes, play some games, have some fun with it. But um, you know, obviously get through a lot of information and, and, really, and really learn and, and get detailed and excited about the way guys handled it. The professionalism that, that we had as a group was outstanding. You know, guys, I thought did a fantastic job of, of buying in, being locked in and, and focused throughout our, our online sessions and feel like we got a ton of work and a ton of growth out of the spring.
1: It's obvious that Tannehill feels good about everything that the Titans were able to accomplish during the offseason program, but it leads us to the question of, does that put an extra emphasis on training camp now since there's so much field time that's been missed?
0: Uh, I mean, I don't know if there's extra importance. Obviously, it's going to be important that that we were able to take what we've done this spring in a digital setting and, and translate it onto the field. Because at the end of the day, it's, it's not about what you know in a classroom, it's about how you can do it on a football field and, and react and, and make decisions and play fast and, and make plays. So uh, being able to, to make that transition back to the field will be huge. How guys come in uh, ready to go in camp will be huge. And um, yeah, I think we're all excited to, uh, to get going. You know, I think being away for this long, we don't really get this much of a, a break from, from the game. And I think guys are, guys are itching. I know I'm itching. I can't speak for anyone else, but I know I'm itching and excited to get back out there.
1: Once the Titans do get back out on the field, the number one question that's going to be asked, especially for the offense, is Is the success that they had last season actually sustainable? Is it something that they can carry on and and build on into 2020? And Tannehill gives his thoughts on that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think we have to continue to grow and detail, right? Just because we run similar plays or run some of the same plays, it doesn't mean you're going to get the same outcome. So, you know, have to continue to detail things, find new ways to get get explosives. Um, Can't just trot the same stuff out there and expect uh, to get the same result constantly. You know, defenses are changing, uh, more experience with with what we're doing now. So we're going to have to evolve a little bit as well. And and that's the the chess game that you play in football on a a year-to-year basis. So, yeah, I feel like we have a lot of guys that are really explosive, great with the ball in their hands. We have some speed to get downfield some big, strong guys that are able to make plays downfield and then uh, some guys that you can throw a short pass to and, and get some some big gains out of them. So, um, you yeah, know, I feel like we have all the, the arsenal that we need. Now it's just a matter of of putting it together, making some slight changes and and adding some new weapons and, uh, as far as plays go and then being able to execute.
1: I have to agree with everything he mentioned there about guys, you get them the ball short, they can take it a long way. The Titans have, in my opinion, the best supporting cast in the NFL on offense in terms of run after the catch. Uh, they're absolutely fantastic there. You got rocked up guys like A.J. Brown and Jonu Smith, and of course, Derek Henry, who can take a screen and take it to the house as well. Corey Davis is a physically intimidating guy, so I agree with his assessment there. and Making sure that all of those pieces are on the same page and taking a step forward is going to be important in the Titans avoiding a regression coming from 2019 into 2020. And speaking of that, Tannehill continues to talk about how they can avoid having any kind of regression on offense in 2020.
0: I feel like, uh, you know, having a bunch of guys back is, is a big benefit for us. Uh, you know, bringing back most, most of all of our guys on offense, uh, especially at the skill positions uh, is going to be huge for us just because we have a lot of experience with each other. We already have that foundation built and now we can continue stacking up uh, reps together, stacking up opportunities together and, and continue to make plays. So that foundation is there. Now we just have to stay hungry, um, use every opportunity we can. You know, I feel like our guys are hungry. You know, I think going out the way we did last year left a a lot of people, um, you know, chomping at the bit to, uh, to take another crack at it. And so we're, we're really excited about the opportunity we have in front of us and uh, excited that that i feel like we can make some big strides this year you know going into with arthur with me with with a bunch of the guys our second you know year together so um like i said big opportunity in front of us it's a matter of of just going out and making it happen now
1: And to make it happen, they'll have to make it happen in training camp. Whether Tannehill thinks the virtual offseason program was successful or not, clearly most NFL teams are going to be behind in terms of their on-field work. So what does that mean for July for Ryan Tannehill, and how different will this July be compared to other Julys during a normal offseason?
0: I feel like it'll be July. Speaking of July, I feel like it'll be probably pretty similar Um, you know, I'm still getting in uh, a lot of work throwing, uh, working, working fundamentals, working uh, movement, you know, all the things that that I like to work uh, every spring and then whether it's with the team or or without. So I feel like I've got a a ton of good work. I'm feeling really good physically. Uh, I feel fresh, uh, you know, legs and arms feel great. So excited about, about where my body is and, and how healthy I feel, you know, going into this, this upcoming season. And, um, just need to use the next, you know, two months, month and a half to, uh, I guess a month now, wow, time flies to, uh, continue to prepare and put myself in in a, in a great situation heading to into camp.
1: Time really does fly, Ryan. I think we can all relate to that. But one of the ways that Tannehill was getting himself ready during this offseason was all the work that he did with Janu Smith down in Southern Florida. So Tannehill just gives us uh, more information about that and what kind of positive impact that can have on the 2020 season as compared to doing work like that with someone who isn't one of your teammates.
0: Yeah, it was huge. You know, having Janu around oh, it was huge, um, you know, not only a guy to throw to, but a guy that, that I'm going to play with and and I'm getting quality work and who we can talk to talk the same language, we can speak about our offense, talk through specific plays and routes and uh, really detail things up. You know, when you're working with a guy who plays on another team, you can't really detail things up too much because, you know, they're trying to work on something they want to work on and, and you're trying to do it your way. So, um, yeah, you can still get some work in, but it's not quite as good. So to have John Jonu there... A guy that that I uh, have a lot of fun being around and and believe in as a player. Uh, Just seeing him continue to grow and put a lot of work in together I think is going to help us out come fall.
1: That is going to wrap up the football-related highlights from Ryan Tannehill's Zoom conference. Obviously, Tannehill has been very outspoken about the ongoing issues in America at this moment in time, and he spoke a lot about that on his Zoom conference, was asked a lot of questions about his stance and his views, so I will play those in our third segment. But before we get into Ryan Tannehill's comments on social issues and the change that he would like to see, I think it's appropriate to remind you guys that the Locked On Podcast Network stands against racism and social injustice, and that's why we, the host of all of the different shows on the Locked On Podcast Network, are making personal donations to local and national organizations that are fighting for change. In the month of June, Locked On will be matching the total of all host donations up to $10,000. And you guys can help us out. To make your own donations along with us, please visit LockedOnPodcast.com slash Matter. let's continue the highlights from Ryan Tannehill's zoom conference here. And the first question that we are going to go over is about the quarantine in general. And the, the question was posed to Tannehill. What what was he able to accomplish during the quarantine that he wouldn't have been otherwise, or how did that help him accomplish anything that he was looking to get done?
0: Yeah, definitely. You know, got to spend more time with my family, with my kids, which is, uh, it's amazing, you know, time that, that I wouldn't have been able to get with them. Um, I'm I'm really thankful for just because the uniqueness of the situation, you know, being quarantined in the same house for I don't know how long we ended up being, but six, eight weeks, whatever the case may be. Um we really got some some amazing quality time that that I can kind of really look back on and and be extremely thankful for. So um not only that, but you know, really got to focus on training and recovery throughout that that process as well. Um because I did have extra time, wasn't able to uh, to go out or, or do other things. So um, having that ability, I really feel like has has got me a step ahead and with where my body's at right now heading into, uh, into training camp. And like I said, spending that extra time with the kids is, is something I'll always be thankful for.
1: Very wholesome, of course, to hear about all the extra time that Ryan Tannehill was able to spend with this family. That is probably the number one positive that you're going to hear from not just athletes or NFL players, but anybody in general. Spending a lot more time with your family was one of the better parts of the quarantine. But Tannehill kind of pivots here, starts talking a little bit more about the societal issues and the social injustice that he has been very outspoken about. And the question was, why speak up now?
0: You know, it's kind of like enough is enough, right? I mean, it's something that that um, my eyes have been open to, the privilege I've, I've lived with my whole life just because of the color of my, my skin, um, the situations my my friends, my teammates, guys I love uh, that they've been put in uh, throughout their life purely because of the color of their skin and things they have to deal with, which which no, no man, no people should have to deal with. Um, you know, hearing stories, you know, I think when this first came around in 2016, um I'm on a team with Kenny Stills, who yeah. was able to educate me uh, about a lot of it and i 'm really thankful for a lot of the conversations that that we 've had uh, along the way um, just such a an issue that affects millions of people that um if you don't i think the unfortunate thing about it is you know if you 're a white person you don 't have to deal with it on a daily basis and and you 're not put in those situations it 's easy to just go about your life and and not recognize it, and yeah. not realize how big of a deal it is, how many people it affects on a daily basis. And I think with this push, I think more and more people are are having an awakening to the reality of the situation and and how deep it really is, how many layers of of injustice there are to it, uh, with the court system and policing and um, just on a day to day basis. So, uh, like I said, there's so many layers to it, and I think that just this push was kind of like the, the, the straw that broke the camel's back, right? I mean, it's been happening for, for far too long and finally got to the point where enough is enough.
1: And then, of course, there is obviously the, the risk involved with speaking up and being outspoken on social issues. And as a lot of you guys know, you see the comment sections, you see all the replies on Twitter. Um, unfortunately, uh, racial equality is a divisive topic, in our country that's probably how we got to this point so Hill talks about the pushback that he's received from being as outspoken as he has been
0: yeah I'm sure there's pushback I mean there's always pushback there's always naysayers there's there's people who don't view it the same way that I view it um but I can't really worry about that I just got to be be true to who I am um, believe and support what I know is right and um if there's people that, that want to push back and, and want to go the other direction, that that's on them. You know, I'm gonna fight for for what I believe is right and um whatever else happens, happens.
1: Also, a lot of Titans teammates of Ryan Tannehill have come out and, and commended his outspokenness during this time. And Tannehill talks about how much things like this can affect the team in a positive or negative way going forward.
0: I think I think it can affect, you know, it's just um the game is relational right you you spend a lot of time with with your teammates and um the closer you are uh, the more you you trust and believe in each other uh, the better you, you know you're going to end up playing on the field and i think you know the the support variable has has given the players uh, throughout this whole process has been great he's been very open honest um and hearing hearing guys out and and supporting um you know whatever guys are are willing to do so. I think that's been huge, and will definitely pay off down the road for us.
1: And then finally, I felt like this was a good place to end today's show. Ryan Tannehill talks about the impact that sports have on life and why sports are so important in uniting not only this country but the world. Sports is
0: huge, you know. I think it's it's a little bit of an anomaly in the fact that. You're able to bring so many guys together from different races, different backgrounds, different places across the country. And you're able to come together, uh, work really hard together, sacrifice together, hurt together, win together. And I feel like that really unifies you and you learn so much about each other. And I think um, it gives people are able to experience that uh, a little bit different viewpoint than people who aren't. And unfortunately, you know, all of society is able to, to build those relationships and, and go through those experiences um, to get that, that information and, and to feel that unity. And I feel like that's a little bit of the responsibility I feel is um, because I am able to experience that, because I am able to have these relationships and, and conversations uh, to be able to hope to translate that, you know, to the broader society.
1: That is the power of sports, folks. I, I totally agree, and while I know that sports can be somewhat of a distraction, I think sports are needed right now more than ever, but that is going to do it for today's show. Now that you are done with this edition of the Locked on Titans podcast, make sure to tell your smart device to play the Locked on NFL Draft podcast. They are starting to get prepared for the 2021 draft, and I know it seems a little bit early, but with college football right around the corner. You want to know which prospects are the top prospects on the board right now and who to pay attention to most going into the college football season, but that is going to do it for me today. Make sure that you're following me on Twitter at Titans. Send in those Friday mailbag questions. Also, make sure you're subscribed to the show on Apple Podcasts, following on Spotify, or whatever platform you do stream. As always, I am your host, Tyler Roland, and this is Was locked on Titans. Thanks for listening to the Locked On Podcast Network, but why stop now?